Hey, folks, this is Brian Blessing. Hope you're enjoying the Hockey Betting Podcast. We have a couple chuckles. Try to get you a lot of winners. If you like what you're hearing, hit the subscribe button. Give us a review. Give us a rating. Most importantly, enjoy the hockey and keep coming back to the Hockey Betting Podcast. You're listening to the Hockey Betting Podcast. This is the Hockey Betting Preview for Thursday, January 21st, 2021. And now, live from Las Vegas, the host of the Hockey Betting Podcast, Brian Blessing. Never a dull moment. We love joining you on the Hockey Betting Podcast. Brian Blessing in Las Vegas, Camp Stewart in Mississauga. The weight of the country. I throw. I, I give you that. I give you the rights to the whole country, Cam. Have you run with that? If you, you should take that to the next level. Do something with it. I'm. Yeah. I'm the Canadian beat <laughs> reporter for the hockey betting podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, the best thing about Canada is, yeah, I don't know if I even want the whole country. You know, Vancouver fan might call me a gearbox. Montreal might fan might say Tabernacle. You know, I, I just let's just keep it the way it is, buddy. Let's just keep oh, it smooth. Yeah, All right, I love hey, everybody, so- but everyone doesn't. Uh, hopefully, we hit some winners. <laughs> All right, we love doing this. We'll yes. dive into some of the games that are coming up. We got a cool promotion for you. We invite you to go to the website, thehockeybettingpodcast.ca. Tell you about the promotion we got coming up. We'll put a little extra money in your pocket for signing up. So, a little tease. All right, we'll get to that. But let's talk about the elephant in the room, Cam. This damn virus. Yeah. And how are how's the NHL going to get squeeze this thing in? You know, how are they going to get all these games in by the time they want to get it done to get the season done before the Olympics, which we're not even sure that's going to happen. But we got first you got Dallas. Then Dallas's absence impacts Florida. Florida starts playing. Then Carolina gets it, and Florida can't play again. And then, you know, they decide to play a game of Russian gin in a hotel room. And now the Caps, with Ovechkin and these guys, they're out. And you wonder if eventually it means that the Caps won't be able to play games. They get fined $100,000, which doesn't sound like much. But it is a lot of dough that the team gets fined because they're taking a big light at all this money and losing money this year. This is not going to stop. No, it's not. The, the only good thing is, if you're looking at any positives, it's in one division, right? But the thing is, these games still have to be played. Uh, it, it, it's it, it's a problem, Brian. I, I don't know. Like, if it starts to spread around everywhere, though, and like every you know every division has a problem. Oh my God, we're going to lose our minds. But it's a shortened season to begin with. But hey, we're you know the COVID situation blows, but we're here to make people money. The back-to-back theories have been pretty good. Like most of the teams, you know, win one game, they lose the next game, except for uh, Vegas. They just beat everybody who comes into their building. It doesn't matter. They can come go down against Anaheim, they come back. They go down against Arizona, they come back. They come out and actually play well against Arizona, they dummy these guys. So, But most of the time, Brian, this back-to-back theory seems to be working out pretty well for us. Yeah, and what I would say to you, though, it's funny, kid. These are some of the things we talked about before it started, and lo and behold, it it worked. And think about this. When we did our first podcast, I said, one of the angles I'm going to pay attention to, the teams, if they're on a four, a six-game road trip, that these guys are going to check out, or it, it's, it's going to be rugged. And 
I'd be looking to fade teams at the end of a road trip because they just want to get the hell home. Washington wins two in a row. They go to Pittsburgh. Now, they played fine. I mean, they got a point in each game, They but they lost them both. They lost in a shootout, and they lost in overtime. But then you had the Russian guys. They're all hanging out in the hotel together. <laughs> right? They're going stir crazy, right? These guys, when they're on a road trip, it's the rink, the room, the rink, the room. They're talking to the little men on their shoulders, and the Caps right out of the gate at the end of a four-game road trip make a bad decision. And I'm just telling you, apply that to all these teams. At the end of a road trip, these guys are literally, they, they need a drool cup because they're just going to their room in the rink. Yeah, but you know what? They have to be better. Some of these guys, you know what? It sucks right now. Like where I'm living, everything's under lockdown. You can't do anything. The only things that are open are banks and food places. You got to do it. Like I'm going nuts. But the thing is, don't get together with people. You don't know where these guys have been. You, you have to be disciplined. It's one of those things. It's like you work so hard for something, Brian. It's almost been a year. Like just just try a little bit like longer. I know it, it's, it feels like it's going to go on forever, but if people keep on doing these things, Hey man, let's get together. No, they told you not. You're supposed to stay in your room. How about you walk, watch some TV and, uh, and you go to bed and do your thing. Like you can't be gathering with people and having the, Oh yeah. Yeah. I remember last time Kuznetsov got together with a chicken in his room. There was more uh, going on than COVID. <laughs> I can tell you that. <laughs> oh, babe. Hello. Yeah. Let's party. Anyway. Uh, uh, anyway, capitals be better. That's all. All right. So, okay, this is a betting podcast. So they should make the total on Friday's Buffalo game at Washington. They should make the total eight and a half because the Sabres have no goalies and the Sabres aren't going to go within 10 feet of any capital because these guys might have COVID. (laughs) They might as well well play this game in Lake Erie. That game, is it going to be played? Like they, as what? of now, yes. Well, yeah. So the NHL is going to say, okay, Washington. So who can't play? Ovechkin, Kuznetsov, all their best players. Well, that's why they got why a taxi go, squad. Why, oh, yeah. Well, why don't we go take a, go to the bank and uh, put put some money on Buffalo in the over? It sounds well, pretty you, good well, to me. Well, you would, except the Sabers Hutton got knocked out, and they're down to their American Hockey League goaltender Johansson because Linus Olmark, as of this minute, is still with the team, but he's not playing for personal reasons. He's got, you know, I've, I, call, I've, I call him Linus, like from uh, Snoopy and Peanuts. Isn't it Linus or Linus? Oh, okay. It's actually Linus, but the <laughs> Linus thing. I mean, what, what are you saying? He's in the crease with a dirty blanket over his shoulder? <laughs> Feels that way when I watch Sabre games. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, no, but you're right. Like, who's going to play for Washington? Here's the one angle, too, and sometimes we forget about it. All these guys who get called up, they're usually good for a game or two, and then reality kicks in. Because I even remember when I played, like, when you get called up to, like, the big club, like, you're jacked. Like, the first couple games you play, you're flying out there because you're trying to stay. So th- that could be an interesting thing. It's almost like the backup goaltender. You don't fade them. Sometimes they're hot. Right, Brian? Right. But, I mean, listen, I mean, a team like Washington, I mean, okay, yeah, Ovechkin's not there. And, oh, my God, you don't want to lose it. But you're telling me like a Backstrom or an Oshi, say, well, I'm the top dog today. Exactly. And they're not, they're not capable of, you know, the winning a game. They yeah, sure Oshie, I wish Oshi went to that party. That would have been nice. If it was the Russians and Oshi, I'd feel a hell of a lot better about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, are, were they plotting something? But Nick, I had no idea what's going on. But anyway, these teams like, you know, think Sputnik, about it, Brian, Sputnik was two days from uh, the when I was born. Really? That's October. Pretty wild. That was October 4th, 1957. Wow. Yeah. 
Really you good, yeah. Brian. Yeah, you sound I know. My, you well, my, good, my, my social security number is 17. Wow. <laughs> Two drink minimum. I'll be here all day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so what are we doing? Are, can we, are we doing uh, what games are we? Can, can we do Thursday games? Or I don't know. Can we? Or, uh, we'll get it turned no. around. Yeah, we'll have it out this, this afternoon. I, I would think, uh, yeah, we, we could maybe skate through them. Huh? See okay, the, anyway, I got, the a, I got a few games that I like if, if go you for want it. to hear them. Yeah, go, go uh, for it. We'll get this turned around. It'll be up before the games this afternoon. Okay, well, I, Winnipeg uh, was very lucky to beat Ottawa the first time, and Ottawa a little bit snake bit. And the thing is, though, Boisson, uh, he was the goalie. It's probably going to be Hellebuck. Um, I lean, still lean Ottawa at a plus price in this game. Listen, the Flyers and Bruins, this game is Boston's a, a little bit more. I thought they might be at like a buck 20. It's in the like the buck 30 range. I still like the Boston Bruins against Philadelphia. Sure, Philadelphia beat Buffalo, but I thought they were even outplayed in the second game and the Sabres killed them in the first game. I like I like the Bruins at home there. And coming back, Let we me, wait a minute, this, but before you go to the next game. Yep. Philly, Boston, five and a half is the total. And if it's Rasker, Halak, or it's Carter, but I don't, but I was going to say Hart got lit up and they pulled him. Philly's Philly's a mess in their own end. Uh, but I'm I'm wondering if that's not a sneaky overplay at a plus price. Interesting. Yeah, it is. It is at a plus price, and it's five and a half. The problem with the Bruins is, though, Brian, they haven't played any game to the over yet. Both games versus the Devils went under. Well, they're not uh, playing the fifty-six two two one games. Yeah, at some I, point I, know, I get it. Over. And the Islanders and the Islanders beat them one to nothing. It's like they're not they're having problems scoring. But yeah, no, hey, that's sometimes you got to when people zig, you got to zag. So I got no problem uh-huh. with that. All right. What was the other one? And the other one is we talked about this. I was on the Vancouver Canucks on Wednesday. I'm going back to Montreal. Montreal, they lose that game. They Vancouver has no goaltending. They they just their offense played well, but I think Montreal after that loss uh, in the shootout, I think at a buck thirty four, that seems like a a very nice price to me. Those are games that I have uh, circled right now: Ottawa, Boston, Montreal. What are you thinking? I like it. I'm, I'm wondering because we said the again situational handicapping is something. You guys got to really, and gals, got to pay attention to. We talked about that Vancouver game amongst ourselves, basically, Cam. But yeah. it was their season was on the line. I mean, you could draw the parallel earlier. Buffalo was 0-2, went to Philly. To me, their season was on the line. When they beat them, 6-1, they murdered mm-hmm. them. Yep. I mean, teams can't afford three and four game losing streaks or their season is over. So there's going to be a real circle the wagons mentality for all these teams situationally. And you're going to get balloon plus price. Oh, that team's better than that team. Yeah, but that team is playing it like it's a playoff game tonight. Yeah, and that's kind of the reason I'm looking at Boston. I know they're missing guys, but they lost to the Islanders. They didn't score one damn goal in that game. Uh, they, the Devils beat them in, in heartbreaking fashion. Philadelphia, they've been winning, but really, uh, I've been watching this team with my eye test. You said it. There's a problem on the back end. I think the Bruins get it right tonight. The crazy thing, Kim. Okay. I'm a Sabres guy, right? Yes. They're, they're one. Well, Sabres. they're one. They're one and three, and you go, yeah. Here we go again with these guys, right? But I don't feel that way. And then, and now, just why I don't feel that way? Okay, the first game they fell behind. They came back, pulled within one, lost on an empty netter. The next game they outplayed Washington. A goalie beat them. It happens. They murdered the Flyers. They come back the next game, outplayed the Flyers. And the backup, Elliot, because uh, Hart got pulled, he stood on his head. The Sabres should have been up 3 nothing before they were ever down one nothing, And then they lost Hutton in the game. So I'm at least going, 
Like you can see it, all the talent that's there, and they are going to score a boatload of goals. And I'm not panicking because when you look at the standings, they played four games. They have two points. The division leader, the Flyers, have six points. And now we're very early in this campaign. But the point is, Cam, one three-game winning streak for the Sabres or for any team around the league, one three-game winning streak, you're going to hop four teams in the standings. That's what's so amazing about this season. And you're going and you're going to control your own destiny because you're constantly playing the teams that are ahead or behind you. You know, I agree. And we talked about the regulation points. That's why, you know, I think it's important to eventually put that system in. Here's the thing about Buffalo. They could have beat Washington the first time they played, they lost. They definitely dominated the second time. Backup goalie making his debut, they lose. You said it. They pounded Philadelphia and they were better than them in the other game. I will take them against Washington. I worry about the taxi squad guys because, you know, they're going to be a little bit hungry. But you're right. Check the goaltending situation. Buffalo in the over. I think they can turn the tables on the Capitals big time. Yeah, but it was a broader discussion than the Sabres. I mean, you know what I mean? That, I mean, I think we sit here and you look at the standings and, you know, pick a division, pick a team that's in, you know, like in next to last place. But all of a sudden, the matchup that's coming up and go, if they win these two games, they jump from seventh to fourth. And all these teams are going to sense that, listen, in an 82-game season, Cam, you know, I, you know, Colorado's playing Vegas. It's a big game. But the game before, the game after, Colorado's playing Anaheim. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, are they getting up for that? You know, you got those situational things where it's impossible to be up 82 games. In this 56-game thing, these guys have to generate their own juice, but they've got to they've got to literally read the newspaper before they go to the ring and go, oh, my God, we've got to have this game tonight. These games matter now. I mean, there's no waiting around till game 20. No, I agree. And this is crazy. Like, look at the look at the games that they have going on. Like Ottawa and Winnipeg, three game sets. Montreal and Vancouver, three game sets. Like, this is something so different than like what we've seen before, Brian. It's tough, but yeah, I don't know. You know, the zigzag theory. The first time you play, maybe overs, and you go to unders. It's very difficult. But I just you, you really have to give this season uh, the eye test. I I, I firmly believe that. And we're going to see that a lot of this stuff. Moving forward, man, the same teams playing the same teams on these trips. So I'll tell you one thing, Brian, Edmonton beat Toronto. And I'm not, I am a homer sometimes, but I'm also really, I'm very realistic uh, with the Leafs. They were a better team than them. They ran into Koskinen. They hit a lot of posts in that game. They were very unlucky. Edmonton won three to one. I am smashing the Leafs the next time they play the Edmonton Oilers. I could tell you that. I think they're going to get it done and I think they're going to blow them out. Let me ask you about one more on Thursday night. The Islanders are a dollar fifty at home yeah. against the Devils, five and a half under forty. Does it, maybe water eventually finds its level, but whatever's going on here, Lindy Ruff has the Devils playing some pretty good hockey out of the gate. They lose in a shootout to the Bruins. They beat the Bruins in overtime. And then they beat the Rangers 4-3. So they have basically now picked up five of a possible six points in their first three games. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it may taper off at some point. And I love, I love the Islanders, don't get me wrong. 
But I think Lindy Ruff's got the Devils believing in themselves right now. And if if you were going to play on these guys, is tonight not a bad spot again? Plus no, 30? I, I, no. I, I was looking at, at the dogs tonight, and uh, you know, could I take the Kings against the Avalanche? I want to, but I just can't. Uh, the Devils are the play. I, I kind of agree with you. The Islanders too, also squeaking out a win against Boston. If they would have lost that game, I'd think twice. But the Devils are playing with house money right now. Uh, Blackwood's doing well. The whole team, you talk about it, the speed, Gusev, all young players. Uh, it's a great price, too. Rivalry game, these teams don't like each other. You're getting a buck 40. I, I, the Devils are well worth a play tonight. I, I agree 100%. All right, well, watch this professional segue. Speaking of house money, ah, yeah, I, the hockeybettingpodcast.ca. We've got a, a, numerous books. We want you to play along with us, make some money. Hockey is a great sport. You can make money with it. And we got a special offer for you right now at betchris.com. Sign up, open up an account, and then if you send your account number, either by a DM on Twitter to us uh, at the Hockey Betting Podcast, or if you go to support at the Hockey Betting Podcast, support at the Hockey Betting Podcast, send us your new account number, and we'll tack on another $20, give you a free parlay you can turn into something. So uh, we want you to play along with us. We're having fun. Check out the hockeybettingpodcast.ca. Sign up at betchris.com, and we'll give you an extra 20 bucks if you put 100 bucks in or more. All right? Support at the Hockey Betting Podcast. There you go. So we nice. try to make, make a little money for you. Uh, hey, tomorrow, Edmonton and Toronto. You, you I, get a, I, already, you, I already told you, bank up the truck. The Brinks truck, uh, I, I'm going to say this too to people. I wouldn't advise this, but this is the way I'm going to play this season. It's hard. When you lose games and shootouts, and even though you have a plus record, you. I'm. I told Brian this when we talked off the air. I'm going to find a spot, and I'm increasing my units. I, and I compared it to Blackjack. It's a double-down situation. I have 11. I watched that game, Edmonton-Toronto. Edmonton won. They feel good about themselves. I come back to Toronto. I saw the interview with Sheldon Keefe. He's got smoke coming out his ears, even though he was very calm. You could tell he was seething. Toronto needs to be better. They will be better. They will beat Edmonton in this game, and I'm betting it hard. I mean, the, the there one it thing, is. Well, no, but the, the thing we're talking about, uh, real quick, Cam, go through it. I throw this your way. I know you're there, all right? But this ain't rocket science. But Toronto goes out to play Vancouver in a normal season, and half the building are Leafs fans. These people in Vancouver want their head on a plate. I mean, Tor- Toronto gets everybody's best shot up in Canada, and that's all they're playing this year. This is not going to be a walk in the park for this Leafs team. And you look at the standings, and you go, oh, everything's fine with the Leafs. And, you know, look at them. They're in first place. Uh, well, they, well, they're tied with the Canadians, but they've played five games already. You know, yeah. everything's not, not going to be easy. <laughs> everything's not fine. They still have a lot of work defensively. I would, I would warn people of this, though. They're really paying attention to detail. The Leafs used to be, you know, over seven, eight times out of 10, and the books still pop them up at six and a half. Sure, they're going to have their games where they decide to open it up, but they're really trying to tighten up and win like a three-to-one style hockey game. If you look against the Jets, Brian, better defensively. Against Edmonton, uh, three-to-one game. Like, they're not giving up these goals like they were before, so I'd be very careful when you automatically bet overs with this team. I think they're trying to play defense and win like a three-to-two hockey game instead of a five-to-four game. Well, they made the commitment to get Muzzin, so you get the veteran uh, stay-at-home guy. The funny thing is I'm looking at the stats, and I'm like, I've been watching their games. Seriously? Uh, I would have thought, from what I've been seeing, the numbers aren't there, but I will. I got to give credit. 
Morgan Riley's been flying around. I, I can't believe he's in five games. He's got the one goal. I mean, the way he's been flying around, uh, believe me, he should have about 10 points by Good now. Point. A good point, and for all you prop players out there, that might be a nice one for Friday because he's going to explode one of these days. He's had so many chances. He's been snake-bitten, also a couple bad penalty calls. Uh, you know, you've watched him play. He, he's a frustrated guy, but I'll tell you, he's one of the most talented. So, yeah, if you get, uh, you know, plus, I know some people, Brian, it's not just about betting. Some people play props, and, yeah, I think Morgan Riley to get a point or, or, or you know, uh, uh, multiple points against uh, Edmonton is uh, well worth a look. Well, hey, Cam, hope springs eternal. It's a brand new season. <laughs> it's opening night for Dallas. <laughs> great. They finally get to play a hockey game. And here's Nashville going, well, yeah, but we had we canceled the game, too. We were supposed to play Carolina. It's amazing how, the, you know, when one team gets it, it impacts all these other teams. Yeah. The thing is, it's an interesting angle, though. Like, you look, and I remember a lot of people were like, oh, Chicago. They got a couple of games under their belt versus Florida. I went with Florida. I won. I think I'm going to bet Dallas out of the gate no you know they're still probably working on things sure they might be a little bit rusty but i think they can i i think they can bring it it's just one of those angles that i don't really buy into i think they could be ready to go they're still practicing they're probably chomping at the bit too watching all these other teams play so i just don't think fading the team on their first game against a team that has uh experience and games under their belt really is an angle for me it's dallas or nothing and then this is like one of the first times we're getting to talk about this in fact it's league history, Vegas and Arizona playing a four-game set. I mean, two in Vegas. Now they move to Arizona, where there are going to be fans at the game, by the way. Arizona is going to win one of these games. The question is, is it going to be the first or second game? Don't you think? I, I, you think Vegas is going to win four games against these guys? They can, but one night they're going to take I, off. But I'm not. I, I, we got to be I, mind readers. I, I'm watching Vegas, and it's like, okay. Yeah. I know no, I mean no. Vegas, Vegas is four and zero. Oh. They they could have lost, should have lost maybe two of the four, but here they come out of the gate with two at Arizona, four in a row with uh, with Anaheim, and then four in a row with Arizona. They're they're unbeaten. They're four and zero. Oh. The thing that really is a valuable thing for them right now, Bud, Leonard Flurry, Leonard Flurry, I know, and, I know. and each guy is like, I'm better than you. And I want to be the guy. And they both keep winning. And Flurry's been better than Leonard, I believe. But Leonard, they were down 2 nothing the other night, and he made a save. And I looked at um, our buddy Steve Carp from Gaming today. We're at the game. It, it, bam, should have been 3 nothing. I looked at him, and I go, Vegas just won the game. You know, I mean, it's that save when they were, he kept them in it. It was two, boom, 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 third period. They tilt the ice, win the game. I, it's I'm telling you, those two goalies, the the thing they see. I mean, you've got like the difference is you've got Rask and Halak in Boston, right? Where they're both great. Yeah, but Rask's the guy, right? Mm-hmm. And in in Vegas's management wants Leonard to be the guy. The players love Flurry, and Flurry still thinks he's the better goalie. And oh, by the way, if they end up having to move him. Instead of it being a salary cap dump, maybe they get something from them. But th- that goalie rotation's ridiculous. No, it's it, it, you're right. It, it works for Boston too. Like it's actually funny. I've watched Rask play, and from what I've seen earlier this year, Halak is standing on his head. Like he has been so damn good. They haven't helped him in front. Like yeah, it's one A one B. Like Rask is in there. You're that's the best thing about betting on those teams. 
you you know, okay, at least I have a huge goaltending advantage and we'll play it out as it is. That's the, that's the thing with Vegas. They got two wicked starters in Boston the same. The problem with Boston is they're missing snipers, and that'll change when Pasternak and all these other guys get, get back in and they start kicking butt. I mean, say a hypothetical. You were coming to Vegas next week, yeah, and yeah. and I'm sitting yeah, home. Wish. Say I'm home with the flu. Yeah, which and, and the flu exists. I mean, it just, people act like the flu went away. I don't. I think the no, flu, and yeah, colds are still here. Not just colds cold. and flu yeah. aren't they still a thing? All right, yeah. so I'm home. I can't go, and I don't have my app. I got no money in my account. And I go, hey Cam, do me a favor. I'll pay you back when you get here. If, uh, put fifty bucks on um, the under in the Rangers Pittsburgh game. Would you say to me, no? <laughs> you know what? I'm not a prick. Like I wouldn't even like eat your action. I'd do it for you because I like you. But most people, I would just book them. I would book them and say whatever happens happens. How do you bet a bit? How do you bet a bit? How do you bet a Pittsburgh game you under? You don't. Yari's been a train wreck. Uh, De Smith. We've talked about him. The back end for Pittsburgh's a problem. No. And I, I'm going to tell you one thing. The reason another over you'd look at there. The Rangers got to get their act together. They've had one good game, and that's against. Uh, what, of the Islanders and the Islanders were rattled because their starting goaltender got hurt in warmups and Sorokin came in there and this guy's not even an NHL goaltender. He's not ready. That's the reason. So they need to be better and uh, a good remedy for getting better rather than Neo Citroen. It's betting against the Pittsburgh Penguins. <laughs> I mean, it's early. Yeah. But, but I mean, literally Pittsburgh's at least pushing the odds makers to think about putting a seven up. Yeah. These, once these sevens go up, though, we're going to look. That's, we, we can look won. for the unders, right? Like, <laughs> like, look at us. We got burned the other night. Like, every guy I respect capping was all on the over in that uh, St. Louis uh, Sharks game. No, it ends two to one. It's just that that's the thing. People are betting hockey now. So I kind of look at it like football. Is it too good to be true? That's something we have to eye on, too, Brian. It's not our first rodeo, so we got to figure it out. Yeah, well, I honestly, Cam, I mean, I think as a starting point, it's a general rule of thumb. Yep. When a series starts, over in the first game, under in the second game. I agree it, with that. It, 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 it's worked forever, and these are like mini playoff series. They're series. They're not. They're not. They're regular season games, but conceptually, they're they're a series. So that means uh, if you like a five to four game. With Montreal and Vancouver at six and a half, you'll come back with the under to plus money. We figured yes. out another game. Yes, done. Yes, Good. and and honestly, maybe it's uh, it's the second game of the Pittsburgh and Rangers thing where you zag it yep. back and go under. You're right, buddy. I'm gonna I'm gonna play that theory tonight. We had the over over in the first game. Vancouver wins in a shootout, six to five. Eleven total goals in that game. It's six and a half plus money. I will take the under. See if our theory rings true. All right, uh, we'll put a lid on this, but any yep. other things you've spotted, Cammy, or things to watch for in the next two weeks? Uh, I think Dallas, I think Dallas, Florida, Washington, Carolina. Uh, I think we got to watch the COVID teams. Yeah, watch the COVID teams, and I don't really know how good the Tampa Bay Lightning are either. That's another thing. Like, the Stanley Cup champions, like, I have no read. You know what I mean? Like, I'm looking at – they're playing Columbus, and it's a really low price. Like, am I missing something here? I'm actually a little bit scared in this game. Uh, Columbus, uh, they have, they have some issues, a lot of unders. I don't know, Brian, like, what do you make, what do you make of the lightning without, um, without their star? Like, you know, without Kucherov, like, I don't know. I think, I, I think I, they're I, like I gotta, Vegas. I think they're like Vegas that, you know, they'll, they'll be fine. You know, there'll be an investigation if they don't make the playoffs, that kind of thing. 
But that the, your point is pretty well taken. I don't think that, they're as good as – like, the Vegas team is different. I think the Lightning are going to struggle, the Stanley Cup hangover, especially in COVID. That's, that's my take. Then they'll figure it out later on. Oh, by the way, uh, Tampa, their last game – yeah. It was January 15th, so their last game was last Friday. Yeah, how they, many games they, have they, they played? One? Two. They two. Haven't yeah, been, they played they, two. They, That's they, right. They missed the, mo- the majority of the week because of Dallas. Yep. By the way, Columbus has playoff revenge, and, you know, Cooper, when they won the cup, the sigh of relief he game got was yeah. when they got by Columbus. Columbus has been a matchup nightmare for Tampa. I think Columbus might be a nice a barking yeah. dog. Yeah. Give yeah, me a bark. Mind. Give yeah, me a so bark. Like- Go, boy. Go, boy. The nice dog versus bad dog. So I'm looking at the Ottawa Senators plus money. We like the Boston Bruins. I'm going to, you know what, Brian? Sign me up. CBJ plus one plus 135 for 140. Beautiful. Uh, Devils uh, plus 140. Looks good. Looks like I got a big card tonight. Montreal. Keep digging in Vancouver under six and a half. And I am done. Well done. And, and smashing the Leafs on Friday. Thank you. The hockeybettingpodcast.ca. Again, uh, sign up. Go check all the options you have, the books that are on our platform, uh, whatever's most convenient for you. We love them all. But right now, we get a special for you at betchris.com. Open up an account, $100 or more, and get hold of support at thehockeybettingpodcast.ca. Thehockeybettingpodcast.ca. Uh, show us your account number and you get another 20 bucks plopped into your account. Can't beat that. All right, buddy. We love talking hockey. Another big weekend ahead. So we'll see how it all pans out. and We'll reconvene next week. You got it, bro. Let's make some money, uh, build some stacks, and then uh, we can go nuts, Brian. That's what I like to do. You don't have far to go. <laughs> You're right. I am going nuts. Like you're absolutely, you're, you're right, buddy. You're right. This stuff's just driving me nuts. I can't go anywhere. That's the thing. Like I, you think I'm betting before, like I'm not leaving. Like I'm, I'm betting every golf matchup. I'm betting every hockey game. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh, you're not betting this American. I'm waiting till Friday. This American express thing. What a joke. I mean, all that's, all that's missing is the, all that's, well, I'm going to bet it Friday. I mean, but I mean, all that's missing is the windmill and the clown's nose. You're right. American Express, don't leave home without it. <laughs> Have a good weekend, folks. You too, buddy. Hey, folks, this is Brian Blessing. Hope you're enjoying the Hockey Betting Podcast. We have a couple chuckles. Try to get you a lot of winners. Hey, we hope you like what you're hearing. And if you do, hit the subscribe button and give us a review. Give us a rating. Most importantly, enjoy the hockey and keep coming back to the Hockey Betting Podcast. The handicapping and sports odds information contained on this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Please confirm the wagering regulations in your jurisdiction as they vary from state to state, province to province, and country to country. Using this information to contravene any law or statute is prohibited. The podcast is not associated with, nor is it endorsed by any professional or collegiate league, association, or team. This podcast does not target and is not intended for an audience under the age of 18. If you think that you have a gambling addiction, stop this podcast now and please seek help. Gambling and betting on sports is a form of entertainment and should be about having a good time. But when done excessively, it may negatively affect other areas of a person's life, such as their physical and mental health, school or work performance, finances, and or interpersonal relationships. 
At the Hockey Betting Podcast, we're concerned about the addiction that gambling may cause, and for this reason, we encourage everyone to practice responsible gambling, an approach to gambling that helps you ensure that it remains an enjoyable activity. Here are the main principles of responsible gambling. Don't think of gambling as a way to make money. Always gamble with money that you can afford to lose. Set limits and stick to them. Never chase losses. Don't gamble when you're depressed or upset and create a healthy balance. Always be aware of how much time you spend gambling or thinking about gambling. And do not allow gambling to cause you to miss out on time with family and friends or time spent on other activities you enjoy. By following these guidelines, gambling can be a good time and great entertainment. If you feel at any time that your gambling is taking away from important areas of your life, is causing you stress or depression, or is leading to financial losses that are beyond your control, please reach out for help. Learn more at ResponsibleGambling.org.